up? We're back. Head above hypocrisy. I'm Will. Uh, we've got our fly-by-night fact-checker, Devon, with us today. What are we talking about? We're talking about work or customer service. I guess both. Yeah, customer, customer service, service. Is, is a part of work for, I guess, some jobs, not all jobs. but Just certain people that just, they're in the field of customer service and they just don't like it. Hypocrisy. 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 I feel like everybody that's working is like a disgruntled teenager and can't be bothered to do their job. I don't know whatever teen I haven't been a teenager for like 20 years, so I don't know what they do, but anytime I need to get some service as a customer, they would rather be doing that than helping me. Right, right. Any, uh... Go to antidotes that you have, examples of that situation. <laughs> you're full of them. Our recent one, we, uh, my wife and I were trying to order some food one night because we were tired and hungry. We ordered the food from this Chinese restaurant and the food was taking forever to come. Like, we were watching TV, we watched like three episodes of a show. We were like, huh, okay. uh, well, we're making a whole lot of progress on this, on this series, but I am starving. Right. What's up with this food? So we start, we open the app. I went up DoorDash, we're trying to investigate like what happened, where the food's at, and we get a call from some weird number. So like, oh, it's got to be the DoorDash, be DoorDash. Or, you know, support customer support, right? Right. So it's the DoorDash driver, and she is outside of the restaurant that we ordered the food from, and apparently she has gotten herself into an altercation with the restaurant, like a fight. Nah, like an argument. Okay. Um, so she's she's all out of breath and and <laughs> and flustered. And so she's explaining to me, I'm at the restaurant. This guy is just crazy. He won't give me the food. I'm just, I'm trying to get the food. And he keeps saying no. And I don't know what his problem is. Okay. Um, so Ooh, I'm like, I'm, I'm calling. Like, she's called me. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, um, well, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Like, I, I pressed the order into the, into the app. And it's supposed to make food appear at my door. I don't know. It's usually how it works. What happens on the back end? What do you call? I, I I didn't know what to, you know I didn't know what she wanted me to say. So right. eventually she's like, "Well, so what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Why? Well, I don't know. What, what are my options?" Would Wait, be? she called you and said the dude won't give me the food. What do you want to do about it? Right, right. This is <laughs> so, and I'm taught, caught totally off guard, probably due to malnourishment at this point. Fair, but fair. like, so I'm not. I don't. I'm just I, so now I'm all along for the ride because okay. I'm not I'm not critically thinking. I should have right. just been like, well, I don't work for DoorDash, so you figured it out and hung up. But I'm I'm in now. I'm I'm in because I'm out of my mind, hungry. Right. So I'm like, well, I don't know. What, I don't I don't know what to do. You you're giving me all new information. I don't have a plan because I'm finding this out. You know, as we're talking. So she's like, well, do you want to cancel the order or do you want to call the restaurant? And I'm like, well. I'm hungry. That's why I put the order in. So obviously, I don't want to cancel it. It's hella late. Like I'm not gonna. It's gonna be hard for me to put a new order in right. and like find a place that I want. I don't want to go through that again. It already took me forever to pick this. So just no, fine. I'll call the restaurant. So at this point, now after I got, I get off the phone with her and I'm calling the restaurant, and then like logic and reason starts to set in. I'm like, oh great, well now I'm a DoorDash employee yeah, because no. I am, I'm, I'm playing middleman between the driver and the restaurant. Like, Definitely handling customer support. Hundred percent, not my job. Right. But, you so know, let's get this food. So you're negotiating the release of your food. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Hostage oh, negotiation, one on one with with DoorDash driver and Chinese restaurant. 
owner employee. I don't even know what his status was, but he was he took ownership of the situation. Because give the restaurant a call. Clearly. Of course, I have to, right? Because okay. I, I need to eat, and right. my options are starve or call the restaurant because okay. I have to I have to work for my food now, right? I I paid to be employed by DoorDash. That is what happened. So I call the restaurant. And I get in contact with the most stereotypical Chinese food restaurant employee owner you possibly could interact with. Okay. Talking real fast, broken yep. English, heavy accent. And he's like, hello, what, what do you want? I'm like, um, uh, I have a DoorDash order. Oh, are you outside? Nah, man, I'm, no, I'm at my house. Right. Uh, I'm trying, let me, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of the driver. Oh yeah, no. She she no show me the phone. She can't. I I don't give food. I don't give food. No phone. No food. You need to show me the phone so I get the food. And she's not. She won't do it. So goodbye. Show phone. Just hung up the phone. <laughs> he said show phone. What and hung is up. You, what is going on? <laughs> so I hang up where I don't hang up. I've been hung up on. I right. sort of stare at my phone in disbelief for right. a little bit. <laughs> like, well, that's that's interesting. I guess. I guess she was half right. He does seem to be well, a little aggressive at the very least. Just a tad. But I honestly think it was her fault. I think she did something wrong and whatever like the, the checkout confirmation procedure is for drivers to like retrieve food from restaurants. Right. And he wasn't having it. Eventually, some like I give the phone back to my wife. She's trying to go back through the order in the app to see if like we can maybe get on chat with DoorDash support as the driver should have done. Like, right. We don't work for DoorDash. I don't understand why. I don't understand in what world as like a, a employee or an agent of, of, of a company, you're trying to provide a service where like if you're, you purchase said service mm-hmm. and there's an issue, mm-hmm. you call the customer and let them know that there's an issue and you need help from them to solve said issue. Well, I hired you. Because I don't eat either A, I don't know how to do it, or B, I don't want to do it. Either way, the whole point of me paying you is I so I don't have to work. Now I'm working for DoorDash. And the person that delivers my, the food is a very calm, completely like detached from the whole situation, elderly man. Wait, what? Yeah. It was like a switcheroo that they get rid of the old late the lady that was arguing or something? Or? I don't know. Maybe they replaced her mid-drive, like they found out that she couldn't operate a cell phone and a bag of food and they were like look we don't need your services and here's grandpa he's been tried and true for 200 years he's going to deliver the he's going to finish this order for you okay no fair so so she didn't okay so she didn't complete the order terrible customer service on her end right and because you mentioned the whole um thing about like customer service and you having to do work and stuff. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of one story you gave me before. Long story short, when we first moved to where we live now, we moved from an apartment to a house. And for, I don't know, the first month, every week something broke or there was some sort of new catastrophe. I think there was plumbing issue the first week, power issue second week. I want to say the third week, went outside and there was what I thought a cat wedged between our deck and our roof. So like the deck goes out further than the house does and it's like wood slats and the wood slats sort of shoot out from where the the roof ends to the actual house. Right. So there's a little like crawl space, if you will. Um, Sort of weird to hard to, to visualize, but there's, there's a little small space above your head, right. That a cat or a small 
animal. animal or bird or something could get into. Like birds putting build nests up okay. here and that kind of thing. I got the visual. So come outside and there's like a tail dangling down. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Cat's stuck up there. Turn around, check to see if there are cats. Maybe they got left outside. Nah, all our dusty animals are unfortunately <laughs> still at home. Oh, well, whatever. You know, I, we live in the valley. There are cats running all over the place. Fair, yeah. So I tell my wife, like, oh, look, there's a cat up there. You want to try to rescue it? Because she rescues any random animal that she ever sees. Cultural difference. She comes out, she looks, she's like, I don't think that's a cat. She takes one glance and like, I don't think that's a cat. Like, well, what <laughs> the fuck else would it be? Of course it's a cat. <laughs> and I look and the thing turns around, it's got the fucking bandit mask, and sure enough, it's a raccoon. Right. Ah, so we all run back into the house. <laughs> and we're like, what are we going to do? There's a vicious beast right. trapped like right outside of our house. Right. So we Google some stuff and we find a, 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 I don't know what they're called, like a raccoon catcher or something. Uh, animal control? Sort of, but like we, it's not a city thing. Like it's definitely oh. privatized. We okay. we tried calling animal, whatever the city, and they were like, yeah, nah, you gotta find, we do cats and dogs and that's it. Like, and that's if they're in the street, I think. <laughs> whatever it was, they, they don't come to your house and help you with raccoons. You're on your own, basically, is what wow. we got. So that's we had to find, yeah, like a, its own, this own, animal catching service right okay. some sort of not pest control i don't remember exactly what it was called like release the beast catching service that's something like that name. what yeah something something like that it's a, it's its own little niche genre gotcha. of catching rad random rodents pests you okay. know, trapping things if you will so you called them they so show we, up yeah we call them is one dude in a pickup truck shows up right, right? and he seems to He's confident. He seems to know what he's talking about. Yep. He's got his snare. Everybody's seen the snare. You stick with the string yeah, on the end. Yeah, you pull yeah, it yeah. once you get it around the animal's neck and pull it in the, the box or whatever you're putting it in. Right. So he's got his snare and he goes out there and he's telling us all these raccoon facts and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Well, good luck, buddy. And, you know, I go back in the house and do something with the children. Mm. Come back out and he's got the snare around the raccoon's neck, but he failed to realize the way the slats of the deck were set up. So the raccoon and the snare are on one side of the deck, and there's a pillar, like a beam of wood blocking the exit, and then, you know, then there's the other side. So he's he's got it trapped. He's fighting it in that little... He's got it trapped in the corner, but okay. now they're all trapped to get, like, the, the snare, the raccoon, we're all just stuck in this corner. He needed gotcha. it to, like, stick its head out a little bit further and then trap it. So he called for backup. Yes, and you would think that he would call his partner, right. who was employed with said, right. would you, you say, Rackham Catchem or something? Yeah, yeah. whatever. That's be more than one guy that works for this company. I, whether there is or there isn't, he did not ask for an employee, he asked for me. Wait, what? So, yeah, he's <laughs> Wait, like, hey, come here real quick. Like, uh, is there a problem? He's like, not well, you, no, sort of. Like, what, what seems to be the issue? Is is there a colony of raccoons? Do we need to move? Like, what? I need you to be more specific. What's right. going on? And he's like, well, look. And he tries to pull the raccoon out, and he keeps hitting the, the wooden beam. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that sucks. I guess you'll have to recatch him or something. He's like, well, I have another snare in my car. I just, I need to go get it. Well, that you know, seems like a pickle. I don't know how you're going to solve that, buddy. Like, I I don't know. And he's like, well, can you either hold the raccoon or run and go get the snare? I'm sorry, what? I'm like, oh, well, man, I have so many jobs now. You I work it. for DoorDash, and apparently I capture raccoons. Yeah, no, this is... 
Okay, continue. <laughs> so, again, in the heat of the moment, I'm like, well, I guess I'll go get the snare because I'm not trying to fuck with this raccoon. Right. <laughs> so I run outside. I go get the snare, which is not an easy task because it's in like an old pool band slash gardener truck full of just tools I don't recognize. Right. So I'm rummaging around through Can this. this yeah, who knows? Knocked over poison. All sorts of right. shit could have gone wrong. But I managed to find a snare. Fortunately, I you know I knew what that looked like. I was able to eventually root it out of this unrecognizable pile of, of tools. I get it. I run back and we get it. I think we managed to get it around its neck, but then now we can't get the other snare off without having to release the raccoon. Like So getting the second snare doesn't help. And somehow I end up on snare duty. So now I've got the snare that's actively around the raccoon and it's wriggling and fighting and pissing and bleeding all over everything. I'm holding the stick, the the snare. He's poking the thing with the opposite end of the snare, like a stick, just pissing it off. And I'm like, dude, what is the plan here? And so he's like, well, we got to try to get it to come out further and then we can release the snare and we can put the other one on. This, this is not working, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So we finally just let, we let release both snares. We just let everything go. And it just ran off. It runs further back, like underneath the roof. And then that's a dead end and it can't get out. So now it's just, it's trapped more under the roof. So now we're both poking it with the sticks, like two fucking five-year-olds right, with just, a kitten, you know, trapped in a gutter. Like, ooh, look at that, look at that, look at that. Yep. So that goes on for, I don't know what feels like an eternity, probably like five minutes or something like that. And then eventually, I think eventually the thing just got fed up and it made a run for it, jumped off of the deck, like yep. onto our fence that we share with our neighbor, into the neighbor's yard, ran across the street and disappeared. So it's gone. Did he Gone. charge you at the end of this? Yeah, yeah. He definitely he definitely didn't charge us like the full amount for whatever they charge for catching or whatever, because obviously he didn't catch anything. Right. But I guess you gotta charge for your time or whatever. And I suppose that's fair, but I think that we should have split it because I did literally half the work and right. I don't work for like, you at all. So basically you paid for the experience. Right, the, uh, right. It was one of those, day. yeah, like nature walks where you take a safari, you get to drive through the jungle and a lion bites the front of the Jeep and that's exciting for a certain genre of people. It amazes me that that people that are hired to do the to a, to do a job have the audacity to ask for help from the people that they were hired by. Like I wouldn't, I don't like to ask no for help from like my friends, right? Let alone a stranger that is paying me to do a job. Do like, job. like how can you take the money afterwards after they? I mean, uh, he, I feel like he'd have been better off if he had just let the released it himself. Like he could have done went through that entire process without telling me just let released it not told us he caught it and it got stuck I'm like oh i need to get a different snare this one's old and it broke or something right and then it just got I away yeah when it ran away that that could happen that's fine i wouldn't yeah. have known i wouldn't have had to do any work i'm out here sweating fearing for my life <laughs> raccoons got all kinds of diseases this one is is like bleeding from the mouth because we've poked it in the face with a stick it's peeing because it's nervous that it it's just an unpleasant situation and now i'm forced to participate 100 percent because he doesn't have a partner and his planning skills are poor jesus i don't have any great amazing customer service stories like that um the only thing i get annoyed with just is, keep shopping well, yeah. let um, you down. uber drivers and their constant need to ask me how I want to get to my destination. It's like I 
I'm in the car. You know where I need to go to. All you have to do is drive me from point A to point B. That that's it. That's, that's the whole it. point of the app. That's why you have the right. option to like. Why do I need to give you shortcuts and tell you to go down this street and be on the lookout for this street? Like I, I might as well just drive. I'm starting to think it's a prerequisite for for Uber drivers, Lyft drivers to just have to just not pick up on social cues cues whatsoever. That could be because it. they do that, they'll ask you like if you have a special route. And me personally, like, I don't know, man. I rely wholeheartedly on GPS. So we can open up the app together and see the same shit, or you can do your job by yourself right. and, you know, just follow the route. And right. not to be like, I'm not I'm don't get it twisted, I'm not the, the Uber passenger that's like too good to talk to the driver, like feels like the driver's beneath me. Yeah, no. But a lot of times I'll take an Uber because I am too tired to drive myself. So my goal is not to have a conversation or make a friend or hear an anecdote. My my goal is to sit in the back seat and go to sleep. That is why I paid for someone else to drive me. If I wanted to talk to a friend, I would drive myself and make a phone call. This is very, very true. So that happens to me all the time. Like, I'll be coming back from, like, playing cards or something at 3 a.m., dead tired, hop in the Uber with my headphones on, hoodie up, Mm. curl up, like, on the side of the car, head against the window. And so, did you win tonight? Nah, man, I, I broke even. Oh, well, you know, that's better than losing. I got a story about the casino once. I was in Atlantic City and... Oh, Jesus. Man, that is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely understand, dude. That is nonsense. I, good Lord. Uh, I, yeah, no, Uber drivers are the worst. Uh, and it's, it's wild. Funny. And we came from, uh, back in the day, a, a field of customer service. Of right. People every day. And like, yeah, I had times where I hated coming to work, but it wasn't that I hated doing my job. I just hated the fact that I had to come work. You know what I mean? Like, I I still performed the best. I still gave people a smile and all that stupid stuff that you need to do in customer service. But it was just the overall, like, once I wasn't on the phone or in people's faces or if I was on a break, I let my coworkers know I hate my job. Like, I hate this job. Like, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? See, and, like, at this point, it's so bad. I don't even need you to give me the smile. Just do what I asked you to do. You can even be rude if you're effective at this point. But these people are rude, lazy, and ineffective. So it's yeah. like you're not doing anything. Oh man! It's like a broke, stupid, ugly, sick person, or like it. I, it's the trifecta of uselessness. Right, and it's an entitlement too. Like right, I am your customer service rep, and like you, well, you will do privileged. what I say because right. I know more than you that's why you called me like nah I called you because it's your job to help me like anyway on that note if you've got a fun or you know interesting customer service experience I'd love to hear it at me on Instagram at head above hypocrisy or if you want a cool sticker with my face on it Check out the website, headabovehypocrisy.com. Or a classic pullover hoodie because those are fire. I'm rocking one right now. Very <laughs> soft. It's in white. Uh, it's only $41.99 and it is fire. <laughs> I got to work my way up to pushing the hoodies. But, you know, they are cozy, I must admit. <laughs> I'll holler at you guys.